0: a fever and the only prescription it's not. Ah! This yo This is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yes. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. It's in the With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. What,
1: who are you, Julius Caesar?
0: Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan.
1: I know who I am. I'm a dude. The dude disguised another dude.
0: Barry stunned Dog,
1: yeah. Dog, yeah. Dog, yeah.
0: And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win-win for me. For the cigar authority. I gotta
2: have one. <hums> it's in the home! February 13th, 2016, broadcasting live from the Florida <laughs> Vinicano Cigar Studios. And this week, I'm back from Washington, DC. And as I see it, the sky is falling. The sky is falling straight on the cigar industry. The FDA regulations are looming, and I'll let you know what I heard and all about the rumors and acquisitions as we light up a cigar that was ranked number one by Cigar Journal magazine.
3: You are listening. I hope you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only out radio show in the U.S., and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live Question or mark? catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, or Podbean, where you can set it and forget it. Oh, my. I have, a, I have a cold. You can hear it. Well, you just got off a plane. That's normal. Happens every time. My God. Not 60% of the time, but 100% of the time. 100% of the time. Of the it time, happens it every does. time. Oh, my God.
2: I had a cold. You have a cold. Hopefully, nobody has a rumor about this. I oh do.
3: I have rumors.
2: Are you, are you jealous? Speaking of cold, temperatures here in New Hampshire falling tonight to minus 9. <sighs> Minus 9 degrees Fahrenheit. But that's not all. No, you that is not add all. You have to add into that the wind chill index. That says it will feel like it is minus
3: 28, which so, I am dying to go out and
2: feel what that feels like. I'm going
3: out naked, and I just want to see if I can create an innie for the first yes.
1: time.
3: <laughs> I'm going for it. I was my, in the pool. Yes. <laughs> minus 28. Uh, Chuck
4: Morrison. Uh, Dave, I'm, my heart rate is at negative 9 right now. Really? Yeah. You think we're live. We're, I know we're live. I know we're live. We can see our viewers, which we haven't seen Chat, in two weeks.
2: Both of them. Chat room says it's working. Yeah. So. We we're go. live,
4: baby. We had some technical difficulties. I actually uh, I started our broadcast a little bit earlier than we normally do to see if we would have any technical difficulties. We caught it. We had to refresh it. We think we figured out exactly what the issue is. It's when we create this event for the live broadcast.
1: We've got <clears throat> to do it day of. We've got to do it day
4: of. We've got to do it day of. So by us being timely and gentleman like and try to be in advance on things apparently I don't know. What, what's this
3: world going to, Dave? I know. You'd think it would be, be set up. Well, we had it. Tate and Christine suffering from such withdrawals. They drove here. Yes. So. Maybe that's what we
2: want, more customers to come in. More live audience because you're certainly not going to get it live on here. But 60% of the time, Dave. 60% of the time. <laughs> it time. I don't know. Yeah. How, how good is that quote right now? I know. Talk about uh, hitting home. All right, let's hit home. Last thing I need right now is a cigar, but I'm going to do it. Uh, I don't know how much uh, flavors I'm going to end up getting on it, but yeah, this, is, this is the Cigar of the Year, according to Cigar Journal. Uh, Barry Stein, what do we know about this? Well, the Arroyo Classic Prensado comes to us from Christian Arroya, owner of CLE Cigars, and the cigar measures at 4 by 48, and it was voted Cigar of the Year by our friends at Cigar Journal. It is 100% Honduran. The cigar is box-pressed, and the Cigar Journal described it as having notes of espresso with woody aromas with hints of gingerbread and gingery spiciness. Gingerbread. Gingerbread. I can smell gingerbread on the foot. I want to tell you, I absolutely smoke this cigar in a blind taste test for a cigar journal. Uh. Absolutely. I remember uh, a short... Box press cigar, beautiful like this. Uh, I, I don't know exactly the number I gave it, uh, but I'm sure I gave it a good rating for it to become the cigar of the year, according to Cigar Journal. Uh, blind taste test. It is beautiful. Pronounced
3: Aroa, by Arroia. the way. You're taking, that, you're I don't taking know if the it is. I and you're moving it over here, Aroa. In Brooklyn, it's pronounced Aroa. How? There's no the rest
2: way. of the free world, it's pronounced the way you do. It.
3: You're not in Brooklyn. You're in New I'll, Hampshire. I will
2: always be a little
3: bit in Brooklyn. <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Forget about it. Aroa. 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 Christian Aroa. That's how he pronounces his own name. Aroa. I always get confused of his pronunciation. Hi, this is Christian Aroa. That's what he says. Yeah, because he's part of this. Well, we have his bumper somewhere. Yes. The cold drawer tastes like a gingerbread cookie. How would you know? We haven't cut it yet. It's time to cut our cigar. (laughs) The official cutting is brought to you by
2: Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. 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 So, uh, that is that. What am I going to taste on this? I've been chain-smoking cigars every day while uh, in Washington, D.C., and uh, we're at the new um,
3: IPCPR boardroom where we were uh, you're allowed to smoke in there, and Uh, I saw that picture, and I was pleasantly surprised. The first time I saw it, I didn't see any cigars, and it was bothering me. And so I went back an hour later, and I expanded the picture, and there's ashtrays, a couple people smoking. It was good. I would have been very concerned if I saw an IPCPR board meeting and no one was smoking. They were smoking from uh, probably 8 a.m. till 1 a.m. Now, something that I will say that I find to be a signature of Christian, and I'm going back to... Some of the early days of Camacho, he appears to be a big fan of cedar. Yeah. So his cigars Uh, tend (coughs) to have those undertones of cedar, and I'm picking that up on the cold draw. I am absolutely doing it too, and I know I'm nasally, and I don't, but obviously strong cedar. And gingerbread is a perfect description on the cold draw. Gingerbread and cedar, very, very good. Yeah. Speaking of very good. And speaking of having tanks that can no longer be described as big ass. Why is that, Jonathan? Because this is the biggest ass thing I've ever seen on a lighter. It's huge. 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 This is the vertical. It burns, and it's huge.
2: (laughs) We're here in New Hampshire where we had enough Bernie Sanders. The burn. Feel the burn.
3: Feel the burn. Did you feel
4: the burn? Did you happen to see the SNL skit? Burn your enthusiasm with Larry David. No,
3: no. I didn't. Oh my God. Yeah, he was spot on. Spot on. Watch that. Yep. All right, back to our commercial. If you don't mind that I pay a couple of bills here, the Vertigo Intimidator retails for twenty four ninety nine. It features count four jets. Count them four jets. Twenty four ninety nine, really? Twenty four ninety nine. And there's little flanges on the it's inside, turned, so that if you like this in the outdoors with the sun shining, which it is doing today, surprisingly. The flame does in fact change color. From orange to red. This is that's it. so cool. It is
2: a bit intimidating because it's so big.
3: But, but because you you can get to this forty five degree angle on the head, it fits in your pocket, believe it or not. This is a pocket lighter. The Intimidator, twenty four ninety
2: nine. I will call this the best buy of all Vertigo lighters. This one is the best buy because nobody's really going to think this is twenty four ninety nine. It looks like
3: a weapon. Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, if you if you were robbed and you had to throw this at someone, right? You could have a little uh, David and Goliath going on. And if and if you go to a store and you
2: get it fully filled up. You get a tank of gas, yeah, which is t- at least which a is up, tank of
3: take <laughs> it
5: out.
3: Yeah, that comes with it. So, full plate, pretty obvious. I had mine, uh, and it, uh, it lasted, the tank lasted for four weeks before I had to fill it. And I smoke a lot of cigars. So, I, I really thought I wasn't going to get any, I didn't
2: smoke a cigar today. And I didn't think I'd get it because I'm just so congested. I wasn't going to taste anything. And I go, I'm going to smoke the cigars, but I'm not going to taste anything. But a lot of flavor.
1: Yeah.
3: The cedar's coming through the smoke. There's a little subtle spiciness to mm. it. And a little bit of uh, mulling spices, like a good mulled cider. This is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, is it, is it
2: not? That is correct. So how much is this cigar? Um, I do not have the price written down on that cigars. Okay. I'm, I missed a week and uh, I forget one of the most important things. Yeah. Yeah. but I will get that price for you. Okay, but um, a uh, wow. an, an awesome tasting for, to be this congested and be able to take these these taste out of it. Um, nine ninety nine. Yeah, so ten dollars. <laughs> uh, yeah. The yeah. Let's not, like not say nine
4: ninety nine. Yeah. Like, why is that? Because it's we'll below it certain Yeah, we're going to yeah. get to that later, Charles. By the way, every time you come back from D.C., you get sick. I know. Is it the stress? You no, know, it's the,
2: the plane. People are sneezing and coughing, and you're in that tube, and oh. there's nobody smoking cigars in there, and it's all this sick, sickness around me. Light something on fire. Burn something in there or something. Yeah. My God. Now this is a— I this, can feel it while I'm in there. My, like my throat closing up, and it's I'm all, in all your of a head. sudden
3: just will it away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Cigar Authority care package, I want to address this particular email because we're getting a lot um, of these. Stop, 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 everybody! But he give it. We're to getting him. a lot of these. Chuck writes different Chuck than our, our Chuck Morrison here through the contact us page of the CigarAuthority.com. Hi guys, I'm a new listener to the podcast. I just found out I found you guys last week and I've been loving the show. I would love to join the care package, but I see you stopped at 500 or 501. Barry Stein. It's directed yeah. to Barry. Uh, and I was wondering how I could get in the club. Will you be opening to more people sometime? We'll talk That's about shock. it in 2017.
2: We'll look at it uh, at the end of the year, uh, and decide what we want to do at that point. But 500 is good. We, the, the whole idea was all the people asking for that time of let me know in advance what we're going to smoke. And we're gonna tr- we will know some of these in advance. So for the people that aren't in the care package, we'll let you know in advance when we know what we're going to smoke. Give you time to go to your brick-and-mortar retailer and uh, buy the cigar and smoke along with us. So that, that's the way we'll go to it. But 500 is good for us uh, uh, for now um, that way. Um. So uh, yes, everybody with the cigar of the year. We we gave our cigar of the year last week uh, out there, which was the, the Recluse Amadeus Habano. Habano. Um. And um, everybody's out there, as I said, we we, we ended up being last. Uh, I'm rethinking if I want to move it up. I I like the idea of the best save the best for last type of thing, but um, there's not a lot of talk on it. But Barry tells me already we're we're outsold. Um, the Cigar of the Year, last year already. Oh, my God. In a week. So uh, it's moving. It's People are buying it, and people are tasting it for the first time, and then buying whole boxes after that. So uh, it's that good. I mean, you want to— really is good. Buy a single if you want, wherever, wherever the other store has it. Buy a single, and then you'll be back and say, you know, these guys know what they're talking
4: about. Yeah. You guys it, nail on head this year. I mean, as always. <clears throat> yeah.
2: So, all right, should we get to bad news right, right away? Should, you know, I just came back from Washington, D.C. Uh, I sit on the board of directors of IPCPR, um, the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers. The reason why we're there is not only to do our mid-year meeting, but to actually walk the hill, uh, go see every senator, every legislator, um, talk to the lobbyists, see what's going on, because we have a uh, what's known as the deeming regulations upon us, upon our industry, where the FDA... Um, is controlling now premium cigars? How far and deep are they going to get? They were supposed to let us know by December twelfth uh, this past year. Uh, they're sitting on it. They know what's ha- what's happening. They haven't uh, divulged that information yet, which hopefully would give us a little time to change their mind and loosen the blow. But as I told you before, something is going to happen no matter what. It's not going to be like they're going to say, ah, never mind, we decide we're not going to do this. They're going to do it. Uh, So uh, let's get a pulse of what's going on and find out what's happening. So uh, uh, we went down there, and uh, let me tell you, we spent a week, uh, the majority of the week, we had to put the trade show together and things like that, and I'll get into some of that uh, later in the show. But... um, Let's get into uh, the the real reason why we were there. To try to to lighten the blow, as as uh, we were saying, will we get hit with a uh, fifty pound sledgehammer, or will we get just brushed over um, of of uh, what we see is going to happen? So um, here is uh, the educated guesses because until we have the paper in our hand. It's uh, just an educated guess, okay? I don't know if you want to call it a rumor of what we think is going to happen. An educated guess now that I've been down there. But um, here's how I see it. And I'm going to only speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for uh, the IPCPR. I'm not going to speak for the board or the other people that are in it. But um, I spent a lot of time getting the information I could get. The, uh, how I see it is premium cigars will not... Be exempt from FDA regulations. We have lost that battle. This is how I see it. We have not not lost the battle, but as I see it, we will lose the battle. And what Uh, what brings you to that conclusion? People came right out and said it. (laughs) (laughs) People uh, (laughs) high up uh, in um, lobbyists that actually know behind the scenes. Plus, I went into the congressman's office, and they say, well, you're not going to. You know you're being regulated. You know this is uh, game over. It's a foregone conclusion. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about different aspects of how we can get not hit as hard as we're going to get hit. But you lost. You know, this is it. I mean, I went day one with the thing of let's fight, let's fight. And very, very short time in uh, after the 10th person in the row said, let's not even talk about that. Yeah, you, guys, you guys are gone. That's done. Uh, let's see what we can do. To- and these are friends friends that are are cigar smokers and don't want it to happen. FDA will regulate premium cigars like other tobacco products, and they will change the entire cigar industry as we know it, and this is happening all the way to the White House. This is not some, you know, look at some congressman or something in between that has a problem with it. No, this is in the Oval Office. This is the very top of the top that cannot see why we would be treated any different than anybody else. This is happening. So we will we'll be treated like other tobacco products, and that includes cigarettes, that includes vape, that includes—it's all other tobacco products. It's all the it's same. All the same.
4: Well, I, I have such an issue with that because at the end of the day, a cigar, a premium cigar, is 100% tobacco. When you talk about vapes and chewing tobacco and cigarettes and all these other things, they're laced with chemicals. Yeah. They literally are. It's, it's an apple to a Volkswagen. Right. Well, that's not the
2: way they're seeing it. Uh, regulations will it take, take effect in 2018. The regulations will take effect in 2018. So it's 2016. They're going to give us two years to get our crap together get stuff off the market, uh, clean everything up. It's going to be 2018 where it's going to happen. So you say, well, we've got two years anyway. It's not nice of them. Yeah, two mm-hmm. years is going to be a clean-out uh, uh, time. It's going to be people getting rid of, you know, what's going to happen? Is the price going to go up or are the going to go down? Are people going to be unloading stuff? It, it, it remains to be seen of how that's going to end up happening or what exactly is going to happen uh, and exactly what these regulations say of, of timing that, that that has to happen. Uh, But we know that 2018 will be the year. Again, I'm speaking for myself. I'm not speaking for any organization or anything. I'm telling you what my feelings are uh, based on all the information I acquired. Regulations will be released. We'll actually see these regulations to be able to uh, read them out loud to you by April 15th at the very latest, April 15th at the very latest, um, which will give the politicians a 30-day Time to respond to it because their session ends in 2000 uh, on May 2015, uh, 16, on May 15th. So we know the session runs out May 15th. We know they're going to require a 30-day window. Therefore, April 15th would be the the last day that they would actually ha- demand to have it in their hand to be able to do that. So I'm working backwards basically. Uh, so, it, when can we see this? We can see this Monday morning, or we can see it up till the morning of May fifteenth, April fifteenth, Tax Day. And as, ta- as as painful as Tax Day is for a lot of us, um, it could be more more painful if they wait till the last second. But I think it's going to be even sooner than that. I mean, it could, right? It can be any time now. They 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 had a deadline to themselves of December. Uh, That already passed. They missed Uh, it. They missed it. Not surprising. (laughs) Any penalty if they miss it? Do we get an extra year on the back Uh, end? (laughs) uh, So we're working very hard to what ended up happening there. What happened was uh, really, um, you know, still saying, please don't do this, don't do this. But uh, understanding that we have lost that battle, it quickly turned into an argument or a please change the predicate date. Right. The predicate date means when is it grandfathered in, basically, of a of a cigar brand that already exists. When's the grandfather date? Right now, the grandfather date is February 2007. February 2007, it's nine years ago, is the grandfather date. So a cigar that's 10 years old, a brand, a size of the brand that's 10 years old, is grandfathered in. It will not have to go through FDA's... Um, what word do I want to say? It has to go through the, the process. whole, whole the process. process. Yep. Uh, it, it's existed that long. Now, why of all times, February 2007? And I asked that question a whole bunch of times until I finally got an answer. Why February 2007? February 2007 was the date that when the FDA controlled cigarettes they went back to. It was February 2009 when FDA controlled cigarettes. And they gave them a two-year Look back, basically. Let's look back two years ago. Anything that happened two years ago from that date, we will uh, say is grandfathered in. So a brand like Marlboro cigarettes existed, obviously, in 2007. So they said that's grandfathered in. Some new one that came out um, a a year before uh, FDA was taking control, they said, no, that's not even going to get that off the board. That has to go away. And that's exactly what happened. So they're coming with the same exact date, February 15th, 2009. Talk about painting with a broad brush. Right.
4: Yeah.
2: So one of our arguments is it was a two-year look back. How about giving us a two-year look back, not go back to their two-year look back?
3: Excuse me one sec. He's going to get a drink of water. We're going to take a small little hiatus from the thing. And had I been down there, I'd be able to intelligently discuss what's happening. Well, uh,
2: one would think it would be fair. If cigarettes got the two-year window, out of fairness, the cigar industry should get at least that same two-year window.
3: That's good, uh, Barrons. But uh, when have you known the American government to be fair?
2: It all went downhill when they regulated low-flow toilets. Hey, there we go. <laughs>
3: Which I'm sure affected you dramatically. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Those first Yeah, you end up flushing three so.
4: times, yeah. so you and, use the same and, amount of water. Or maybe more. Yep. Yeah. I think it's throwing stuff against the wall. I mean, for them to select that date just makes no Well, that's, that's their argument of that was the date for cigarettes, so that's a date for you. Because now they're going to encompass everything as the same category. And I, and I
2: think sometimes that obviously they know the next step for us would be saying, well, you guys gave them two years, give us two years, and if we end up getting the two years, we're going to feel like winners. But think mm-hmm. about every single brand that came out three years ago. Four years ago, five years ago, These all poor people. gone. It gone. Will destroy. And we're actually going to fight and consider a win if we end up going back to a two-year look back? It will destroy the boutique business, and the only people that would win would be the conglomerates. Absolutely. There's going to be a giant monopoly that's going to end up happening here.
3: Which will bring us to the rumor segment, segment, will segment yeah. later.
2: So we we worked, we worked hard to actually ask them to regulate us back two years ago. So anything that came out at the trade show the past couple two, couple of years, go away. We got a lot of friends that came out with brands and stuff, small guys that got a lot into this. Yeah. And this is what we were standing there doing. It was the saddest thing that I'm actually saying, how about just go back two years ago? Oh, my God. How can I do it? And, I, and I'm saying... No. How about draw a line in the sand the day after you say that? Because
3: people produce stuff. There's things
2: in the pipeline that's going on right now. Right. People's
3: life savings. Oh my God. Look at a guy like poor Steve Saka, who's so invested in his own tobacco. Right. What happens to him because he's nowhere near two years old? Yeah. And he purchased all that, didn't he? He bought I the mean, tobacco. His life savings is tied up in this. Yep. <laughs> So
2: one fight, maybe go back uh, two years, uh, which would be April 2014, two years from when they're going to say, assuming they come back to us at the deadline of April 15th, um, you go two back two years, that that would be April 2014. Uh, I still don't like it, uh, but that, that goes to say on that. So the question is, uh, and, and when the question would be po- was posed to us by legislators, what would you accept? They're actually asked us, what would we accept? And the answer is, you know, I want to go to, we don't accept anything. None of the above, I, I, right. Nothing. Yeah, we're going to sue your uh, ass. But, you know, they look you in the eye and say, this is happening. Now, how can you stay in business? Well, me as a retailer, I'm fighting for the manufacturer, really. The retailer, we're going to continue selling cigars. Will we sell old cigar brands? Yeah. Uh, but these these small guys are something that's who we're trying to save. And I think it 's safe to say that people are holding out a hope that we'd be able to fight this legally, the cigarette companies have far more money than the cigar companies to some and people weren 't mm, able to win there's some people right. that want this to happen well they
3: weren 't fighting is the whole thing the big cigar the big cigarette conglomerates wanted it to happen because it put all the little guys out of business mm-hmm. and now they Greater get a, Monopoly. they get a smaller percentage profit wise but yeah. they get all of it right, and all is an awful lot when you want to talk about being greedy and not playing for the, yeah. all for the same team. So, I mean, I've been going down there for years. I've been fighting this thing since day one of it. Uh,
2: this this was a real downer that um, we, we're accepting it and we're going to try to soften the blow. Right. Exactly what was what the, the terminology that was said there. Um, what, what will the date be? What would we accept and... While we're answering that question, does it really matter? What we'll accept because we told them we wouldn't accept anything, and they say, "Well, that's not happening." We're at, we're, we're doing this thing. Uh, we we've, we've been fighting for this to be actually, um, you know, number two, which was make us different, separate us different. We lose, right? You know, that's what we're told. We we've already lost that battle. Haven't seen it. Haven't physically seen that, but. It's, you know, educated guess of what it, what it is. Um, will we find out Monday? Will we find out uh, April 15th? Um, someplace in between. Uh, new products uh, that are already in the pipeline, um, they, they all go away. Uh, uh, s- s- smaller companies, um, $300,000 per size, per brand name. Is what the cost, estimate cost is to go through FDA. And it could take up to years. So let's say, let's take a brand that has been, that came out uh, last year, and they say, we still want to continue to do this anyway. Okay, this is going to take a couple years for us to go through, and they can start that process. In now. which they can't sell? Or would they be able to well, continue? Well, we got two years to continue. So if they end up saying, okay, we're going to end up doing it, and let's take, take a brand. Like Silver Mesa, so, six sizes, $1.8 million. Here we go. There we go. Now do you want to do it? It's $1.8 No way. No way. They're Nobody does it. And it takes years Nobody to do it. Nobody does it. You don't see, since, since 2007, you don't see any cigarette brands. And we're talking cigarette companies. Really big money companies. Billions. Nobody's coming out. Cigars? 300 million cigars
3: were sold in the United
2: States last year, single cigar sticks.
3: Slightly different thing here with cigars than cigarettes because it's not like every single day you're creating new cigarette smokers. The cigarette smoking is on a dramatic decline. Cigars have been fairly even at the 300 million. 300 300 million cigarettes a day. I'm just saying, as far as cigars go, you have a better shot as a cigar brand of maybe making a go of it because new cigar smokers are created every day. We're on the Nobody's doing it. Nobody's doing it. The biggest cigar
2: companies aren't going to. Do it, believe me. Nobody's going to do it. It's this is a snapshot. It's almost like when I went to Cuba and I saw 1959. That's a snapshot of what it is. Take a snapshot of the cigar industry. Not today. Two years from now, yeah. that's where it's going to remain forever. And the and the fund's going to be gone. I mean, if that's the way it is. Again, these are educated guesses, rumors, if you will, of what what how I've seen of it. Um, the answer is really close. Of exactly seeing what it is. I'm quite certain that's the way it's gonna end up going. That's how I feel. It's again, I'm gonna preface that again. It's not, this is not the IPCPR saying it, although I'm a board member. I'm not speaking for them. I'm speaking for myself as I see it, just to come back to you. You asked a question before the show even started yep. what's it look like? <laughs> this is my answer to you. That's how I see
4: it. Boy, do I hope I'm wrong. Dave, what was what was the? All right, so I, I mean, I have to imagine that some of the politicians themselves smoke cigars and enjoy cigars. They were there. What was what's their reaction to this? Are they are they sunken as well? I mean, are they? This is depressing. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, are they they said unfortunately this is the way it looks to them, and um, let's
2: soften the blow. We have got to soften the blow also on the ten dollar per cigar. Thing because remember, that's there too. A premium cigar is $10 and over. So I said to them, I said, I did an inventory before I came here. 85% of the cigars I have in the store that exist right now, 85% came after 2007. We wow. change as things going on. So that at least 15% would remain. Of that 15% that would remain, 80% of that is under $10 per cigar. I can put all the cigars in one case that would remain two years from now. That you'd be able to sell. Right. So I got an 8,000 square foot store here. I don't need
4: 8,000 square feet. Eight, 8,000, I can do it in 800 square feet. What does that $10 threshold represent? I mean, if it, in other words, if a cigar is priced under $10, it cannot be for sale? No, it, it has to go through FDA regulations now,
2: even though it's one that fits in. It would have to go through FDA regulations. It's not considered a premium cigar at that point. A $9 cigar is not considered a premium cigar. Now, can I take a $9 cigar and charge $10 for it? Maybe. I don't know. When when we see these regulations, we'll read it word for word a whole bunch of times and see exactly what the options are at that point. Because if you do
4: and I don't. But
2: this little 30-day window that's there for the government to say, they can go to FDA at that point and say, well, this $10 thing doesn't make sense. It doesn't actually work out, and make the argument to them and them to say, you know what, you're right, $9 is the right number. Who knows what it ends up being? My my fight is price has no, you know, I, I fight this fight in New Hampshire. Price has nothing to do with is it a premium cigar or not. 100%. So I want the $10 thing to go away. I want it all to go away, but one argument would be that. Another argument that we make is um, uh, the third, really three big things that are happening here. The predicate date, probably the biggest, the $10 in second place, and the third one is sampling. A lot of people come into a cigar shop and try a single cigar before deciding if they... Uh, they're going to buy a box. Buy a box. And there's lots of manufacturers that allow sampling to happen at events and things like that. Here, try one of these. What do you think? Let me tell you about it. And then say, okay, you know what? Give me a box of these cigars. If that ends up not happening, what happens is what happens in the cigarette world is people smoke Marlboro cigarettes, and that's <coughs> all they ever smoke because they're not going to buy a pack of Marlboro a a pack of Winston to see if they like Winston. You know, it's not going to happen unless they had a sample of it. So maybe sampling will happen uh, in the community itself where uh, a friend would have um, a box of such and such. Here, try one of my cigars,
3: and it ends up happening, you know, in that type of thing. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, you're not going to stop. You're not going to stop the the whole idea of it is to try something. You're not going to stop sampling by making it illegal at the – Retail side, because it's going to happen on the consumer side. I don't, well, I don't, see, what the, a, I don't see what their end game is on eliminating sampling. So I, I would
2: say the bulk of the time spent there was fighting those three issues. Taxes. Not fighting, make this go away. That, that fight, uh, you know, believe me, I ended up saying it a bunch of times anyway, but I'd see the eyes roll in the back of the head like, hey, buddy, this isn't going to happen. They lose well,
3: the tax money on samples. That's why. <laughs> you can't tax a free cigar. So a rep comes in and yeah, gives me it, a free cigar and says, I want you to try this and consider taking it on the line. Yeah. The government loses the taxes on that cigar.
2: Yeah. Perfect example was a rep came into one of our stores this week that sells cigars and cigarettes, and he couldn't give us a sample of the cigarettes they sell. Ah. But he can only give us the cigars. No kidding. Yes. So see? Mm. and that Imagine me buying for the shop. <laughs> And I can't try the cigar before I make the intelligent buy. And I'm not buying one box of cigars. I'm buying a whole bunch. I need, I need to try a sample of the cigar. This is the IPCPR that is there. Yeah. We have a trade show. The whole reason for the trade show is sampling. Yeah. What other
3: reason are we going there for? We're trying a cigar to decide if we're buying the I want, then, if we can't sample cigars, then you can't go to the deli and say, I'd like a slice of this cheese, and I'd like to try a slice of that meat, because that's sampling, too, and they're not getting their taxes on that either. Well, that goes to
4: a point that you mentioned in pre-show, and I know sometimes we joke that our pre-game stuff is the best stuff, but you were talking about another element to all this, Dave, which is the actual uh, physical display of the product. In other words, consumers will just see a sheet of paper, in Twelve size font. That's not on there, though. Okay.
2: So what they were saying to us is, this is the beginning. This is happening, and this is just the beginning. If you think this is it and it's over, no, this is the beginning. Now they now they're in, and then a year from then they say, you know what, you can't display the cigars. People can't. I don't know, have to look at it. Um, but Did, this uh, is the time can they
3: look at it after they buy it.
2: <laughs> I don't can know. they
3: look at it then? Who knows. Who How knows? is it different? This is the beginning yeah.
2: of this is the beginning of what be, maybe they won't allow the ornate packaging to happen that makes it look beautiful. And the idea of the ornate packaging and it looks beautiful entices you to have the cigar. So therefore, they say nope. It's got to be you know twelve point font, black mm-hmm. letter on this type of thing, and that's all which that's, exists in Australia. Uh, correct, and it's about so to exist in England. Right? Let's
3: outlaw people walking around with their eyes open. <laughs> let's outlaw that next.
2: Well. No. The fact fact of the matter is this is only the beginning. As terrible as this sounds,
3: you ain't seen nothing yet. You need to really consider who you vote for for President of the United States in this election right here if you're a cigar smoker. You really have to consider it because you need somebody that at the very least is about you having your inalienable rights mm. to pursue happiness. And that's what cigars are. Listen, once we
2: gave the FDA... The, the right to control the product. It's actually out of the hands of the government, also. Is it?
3: Because right this is coming from the top,
2: you said. They're, they're, they're handing it to them. And then it'll be a politician they will say, no, I don't want this to do it. The politician's going to have 30 days in here to try, try to change some of the wording and, and lessen the blow. It's out of their hands. You know, they're looking at me as, as I'm saying to them, you've got to help me, you've got to help me. And they go, it's over. There's nothing to help. Who the heck am I going to call? It's, it's in control of the FDA. So we're asked, we, we asked them, the politicians, can you please call the White House? Yeah. Send a letter to the White House, call them before this ends up coming out, and then it can't stop. When this, when this right. piece of paper comes down, that is done. We can't go backwards.
3: You can't take anything away from the FDA once they have it? We have to eliminate is it a the black FDA? hole? That would be nice mm-hmm. if somebody ever said, let's eliminate the FDA. But you've got to imagine they do some good things so people aren't poisoned and things like that. on Really? Or whatever. Yeah, because as long as they get paid off. You know, to get a drug pass in the United States, the drug company that is going to sell the drug does the study. Yeah. <laughs> and then they present their findings to the FDA. How many of those drugs have side effects? It sounds like something in yeah, the NFL. Yeah, very yeah. independent. They say what the side effects are. They're, they're worse than, than right. what you're trying to curb,
2: curb to begin with. Holy God. I see those commercials and I say why would anybody take this voluntarily? No, yeah, no way. Right? <laughs> it's crazy. So that's how I see it uh as far as w- what's happening in the FDA. I know it sounds terrible. It's, it's, it's awful. Horrible. It's horrible. Um it's not going to be good and uh it, I'll be so happy If Dave You, you didn't have a, a leg to stand on What you said Is cr- the craziest thing It ain't happening I hope so much yeah. That I look like a fool Me too Of yeah. what I just for said For other reasons as well, but yes. Yeah But uh, that's the way it looks So uh, Duran question of the week Well it's time for The question of the week Brought to you by Duran cigars And when the question Is asked What are you smoking The answer should be Duran Durán Cigars combines the best quality tobacco fillers from Nicaragua and Latin America with their super premium Habano Criollo Colorado wrapper. Experience the cigars that get smuggled into Cuba, Durán Cigars. Last week, we wanted to know how old our listeners and the readers of the Cigar Authority are, and the answer just might surprise you. I'm going to say younger. I'm going to say younger, too. 29% of our listenership and readership is 51 to 60 years old. How much percent? 29%. All right. Number two at 26% is 41 to 50. Wow. I didn't even know those older dudes could use a computer. So more than 50% of the people are 50 and over? Right. And I
3: believe it's because it's our general age up here. Ah. Well, before you were on here, the general age was a lot lower, and I don't see that... uh... Those people dropped off. I'll be curious to redo this poll in six months, now that Derek
2: is writing reviews on the Cigar Authority, yeah. to see if we get younger. Yeah, because he's 24, Three, four, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And this week, we want to know, does your ability to smoke affect the choice of destination on your vacation? Because you're going away, and we I'm know I'm going it away, you know. and, and our so friends Tate and Christine are going, and Tate had to make sure that we could smoke ah, on the boat nice. before committing.
4: That's an important decision. So I'm curious to important. how many
2: people think along those lines. Yeah, you're going to choose a different hotel, a different place. I know we, and in, in every place I go, because it's all business-related, is all dictated by the smoking policy. Yeah. Every single place we stay, and we spend a lot of money when we go.
4: What's it like down in D.C.?
5: Um,
2: there was a uh, few cigar bars, but now we own our own property that's there. Uh, this was our first meeting we had on our, our own property, which was smoke-friendly. Yeah. Smoked the whole time we were there. And um, if that was going to be uh, an issue, we would have went to another state. You know, so uh, smoking dictates uh, where—it's a cigar organization, obviously, Absolutely. so it matters. But, um me as far as vacationing or something like that if I ever went on a real vacation um, certainly dictates if can I smoke a cigar there or not if I can't let me find a place that does if you want me it's there yeah and the question of the week was brought to you by Duran Cigars and as always you can vote on the thecigarauthority.com just below the Duran advertisement and when the question is asked what are you smoking the answer should be Duran Cigars the cigars that get smuggled into Cuba so a nice little cigar we're smoking um, this Aroa I did a lot of talking. It stayed lit. Yeah. It didn't burn fast.
3: Uh, I'm about halfway through mine because I wasn't talking as much.
2: But that's not bad. It stayed lit and and, uh, a lot of cigar left. So uh, that's good. A lot of flavor. Yeah. So, all right, let's go to break. And uh, our time is a little screwed up, so I don't know what's happening here. But when we come back, uh, I have the news, not official news, but the uh, rumors That uh, thrown around, uh, and I felt like a magnet. More people told me stuff and said, you didn't hear it from me than ever. Uh, I'm not going to reveal my sources, but I will reveal the rumors. What's up uh, for IPCPR? What's the show looking like? Uh, Will it be the biggest ever, uh, or will it be the last one we ever have? Stick around. we got lots more when we get back. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
0: You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the
4: same punch they used to.
3: Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Carojo line of smokes, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality.
4: To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light.
0: Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire. Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at two twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven.
2: Hi guys, this is Omar De owner of Fratelli Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the Cigar Weekend Radio Network. Dude. And we are back, live from the Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast, almost six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. In addition to walking the halls of Congress, we met as the IPCPR board at the board meeting and set up the trade show. Uh, I was like a magnet for rumor reformation. like I mentioned. Uh, I'm going to let you know uh, what I heard, all of which is not confirmed. Actually, all the confirmed
3: rumors are off the table. I actually can't talk about that. Welcome back, everybody. So, someone says to you, you didn't hear this from me. That means you can talk about it. And yes. If they say, you can't talk they, about it, Because they know this. I'm
2: going to talk about it. And if they say, listen, this happened, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, when you hear things in there, and they're
3: telling you, you can't say it. Yeah. Uh, so. <coughs> so it's a little bit that the IPCPR Board of Directors I hope I meetings. Mix is a any little, them up. <laughs> little bit yeah. like Vegas. What happens there stays there. Yes. And then anything else yeah. that happened is a sidebar.
2: Yeah. And these yeah. other things will... It's not like... Nobody's going to know They plan on sending a press release out And tell the information of whatever happens So let them do their their do thing or something And uh, you know, I'm lucky enough to end up hearing what it is Uh, When I'm off the board Which is at the end of the trade show I did uh, two three year terms Six six times And and I was uh, honored to be asked to Continue on and actually change The uh, bylaws uh, Very nice of them But after refusing to do that I will be out of the loop at that point uh, and then, as I hear rumors, I can just say them, right? So, <laughs> looking uh, forward to that. Yeah. Uh, but the, the other ones, the, the ones I'm going to talk about, are uh, on the table because uh, I heard people talking about it, and they wanted to tell me. They wanted, you know, but don't don't say I said this, right. but. Uh, This is what I hear, and this is what's going on, so uh, we'll get into that. But first, uh, the IPCPR trade show, the 84th annual convention and international trade show is going to be July 24th through 28th, 2016. The trade show uh, is going to do some different things this year. They're offering educational offerings, which uh, I've been fighting for for years, and, and they've been adding some stuff on uh, as years go on, but we're going to get a little deeper this year with them. On Sunday the 24th, this is before the trade show opens, the day before, uh, there'll be uh, reach retailers' lessons from Indian, from industry titans. Uh, Dave Ratner, who was there last year, yep. uh, they're bringing him on to discuss uh, a little bit of what he talked about last year, but going deeper and, and doing things. Uh, that that um, they didn't talk about this year uh, We're trying to help brick and mortar retailers Survive in this internet age type of thing So there'll be a lot of that uh, Also employment Employee engagement With Charles DeWitt he's well, that's, that's Barry He's engaged and he's an employee There we go So how do we as retailers uh, yeah. Deal with our employees basically uh, it's, it's, it's a struggle. It's a, it's, uh, a very important thing, and um, they're going to bring a, somebody that really knows this stuff in there to try to help us. And this is a good, good thing for Absolutely. retailers because uh, we don't know it all. I mean, there's so many moving parts the business. Uh, help us. You must us. have a fever for you to say you don't know it all. Yeah. Uh, 2016 uh, regulatory compliance update. This will be um, the third and largest um, seminar that will happen. By then, we're in July, 20, uh, to, uh, July 24th. Uh, we will know the FDA regulations. Sure. Everybody's going to be confused. What can I, can I not do? Um, I would expect not only every retailer to attend this, but every manufacturer will be there gonna also. Be us. This is going to be the big one. And they say this could go on. Why, they have it the last of the day is this thing could go on and on and on. So everybody understands what is ahead at that point of what we know. So, um, they even talked about, God forbid, uh, let the other things go away and go right into this and just turn this into an all-day thing. Uh, the other people are booked and paid for and all that stuff. And, and it's important, uh, even if we end up changing our business a certain way, we got to deal with employees. And uh, we got to deal with uh, Internet and how to uh, run right. through that. So uh, that's what that Sunday is going to be. Monday, the show ends up starting. And the learning is not going to stop at that point. We're going to do a new thing that we've never done at the trade show, which is lunchtime learning series. So in the area where the cafeteria is and when you get your lunch, there's going to be a little stage set up, and while you're eating, there's different things that are going to happen. So while you're eating, you can listen into to uh, this lunchtime learning thing, um, and um, one of the uh, ones, the first one, as a test to see how it works, is going to be Retailer's Best Practice Panel, and this is going to be uh, some of my, my colleagues, um, Anderson from uh, Washington, D.C., Borschowitz, Jeff Borschowitz from uh, Florida, and myself will host this initial um, retailers best practices and we'll try to help retailers and say some of the things we do in our store that could possibly help them sure uh and maybe you learn something again you, you pick up something while you while you're grabbing a bit of lunch or something and you take it with you and maybe you try some of the things we'll bring on so uh i'm sure we'll we'll three be talking to each other of not crisscrossing each other and uh trying to help other retailers that are out there um that's on one of the days, the first day. The second day will be Cigar Aficionado's Manufacturer's Panel. So Cigar Aficionado will host at Dave Savona, and he'll bring manufacturers on. And I don't know what the manufacturer will say. Maybe uh, you know one thought is they're going to talk about new cigars that are coming out. Well, certainly That's it probably will not right. be there. So we talked about that, that this is already planned, and saying, well, if there's no way to go with that, then we will turn that into a regulatory compliance also. Sure. Of saying that. But uh, right now we have Dave Savona who agreed to do it.
5: Yep.
2: Uh, and normally would be a great thing to have, but sure. maybe not this year. Who knows? We'll see how that goes. And C is uh, Tobacconist University, uh, George Armentaris. Am I saying that right? It's close. Yeah. You're um, asking Barry
3: yes. about pronunciation. I think he knows him. Okay.
2: Yeah, he has a shop in Princeton, New Jersey. Okay. So uh, he's Tobacconist University, and he's going to pe- teach uh, the retailer about cigars and uh, the proper things to do with cigars or whatever. Again, all these could turn into regu- regulatory things And probably also. will. And probably will. Right? I, I agree. Um, How do you win $10,000? Well, and that's interesting, too. But, no, we're not done there. Uh, at the breakfast, at... Um, uh, the IPCPR breakfast opening day We have a keynote speaker uh, John Taffer Love John Taffer Shut it down <laughs> There we go John Taffer is bar <laughs> rescue And he's going to be doing his little uh, bar rescue On cigar rescue basically
3: No kidding It's awesome
2: and, and not actually going into a store and doing it But you know I, I
3: Imagine he's going to do his homework Book and... me an interview with that guy Because I want a clip of him saying shut it down oh, He's yeah.
2: great He's awesome so he'll be the keynote speaker at it, and the, the trade show is band together. That's the whole um, thought process of it. Um, we had funny. We had a band all set up. Uh, I might have mentioned before that, uh, did, did I say, did I ever spill the beans on who that was going to be? No. Okay, Casey okay, good, because the... it, it's not happening. Okay. Uh, it was it all set. It would have been funny if it was the band. Yeah, yeah. It, it was going to be 38 Special. Huh. And um, a rider came in at the end. They agreed upon some ridiculous amount of money. And a rider came in at the end and it had to go away. So it's not going to be. And we're talking to other people. My God. I mean, this was a, a business I had years ago that I would book bands. I can't believe the money. We're talking in excess of $100,000 uh you know, they haven't had a hit since the 70s, for God's <laughs> sakes. Do you know what was on the writer that sent it off? Was it, like, no yellow M&Ms? Yeah, brown no. M&Ms. It, oh, God. Yeah, it was it was extra added stuff that added to an awful lot of money. So mm-hmm. you're looking at a lot of money and then extra added on on top of that. So it was money, uh, money influences was the big part of it. So, uh, you know, I'm looking at my schedule. Uh, this is my schedule at the trade show. Never mind that I buy cigars for a living, and that I'm set up up at the United Cigar Booth on top of it. But holy God, uh, the amount of uh, things that I have to do uh, for that, um, along with the Davidoff Golden Band Awards and the uh, After Bash on on the last day. But the question was, how do you get $10,000? Well, what we want to do is keep retailers there longer. What we want to do in, in a retail cigar store is keeps people there sure. longer, come in the store and, and spend longer time. Maybe light that second cigar up or whatever. Same thing happens at, at you know with the hat of the IPCPR. We want you to go to the smaller you know you you made sure you went and saw all the big players, right. and you're all set and you go. We want you to look around and see some of the smaller players uh, and maybe give them a little love too. So we, we want to keep you on. So if we keep you on to the last day, which is the half day, at 12 noon on the last day, we're going to give somebody that's there $10,000. So how do you get it? You actually have to be on the show floor to win. So and we'll you register ki- right then? Uh, yeah, I imagine so on that last day. Mm-hmm. You'll register when you, when you go in and you put your name in the, 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 the hat or whatever happens. Mm-hmm. And we'll just keep reading them out until somebody says here, and that person's the here uh, gets 10000 bucks. So if you're planning your trip now, uh, plan to be there on that last day because the odds are good. A lot of people leave they before do. that last day. So it, it looks like, oh, my God, what am I going to have, a one out of 5,000 chance or something? Maybe you're going to have a one out of 500 chance or one out of 100 chance. A lot of people leave So uh, stay the extra day For a, for a good shot of $10,000 uh, The night before Is the bash That the, the, whatever the band is That's going to be playing Is going to be there That was awesome oh, We was, had America last year oh, was
0: terrific
2: So that was good So uh, that's that So uh, see you at IPCPR And as I say uh, The industry will be changing After that uh, What is going to be At the IPCPR Is, is going to be All the new stuff And there will be new stuff Because these things Are already in production Sure It may never be like that ever again. It may never be like that ever again. Seriously. So, again, I hope I'm wrong, but uh, I don't know. I I, I think I got it, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I think I got it.
3: Now it's time for my... Least favorite part where you stir the pot with
2: (laughs) the rumors. Okay. So first, the political rumors, uh, how I took it when I was there, because I was interested. I was in New Hampshire, and a lot of them made comment to me the first days I was there uh, on the Monday because the uh, election in New Hampshire was Tuesday. So Monday, Tuesday, walking the hill and stuff. uh, They're saying, what do you think? uh, You're in New Hampshire. What what does it look like it's going? And I said, oh, I think uh, Trump runs away with it. Oh, they hate Trump. Really? They hate Trump. Because he's
3: not for sale because he's not a politician, and I'm not in the Trump camp. I'm just I, saying. And he's I just, don't care. Democrat, Republican, yeah.
2: wherever yeah. I went, it was very, very negative on him. Really? He, he doesn't have a chance. What do you think? I said, have a chance. He's going to beat everybody combined probably. I love him more beat, and more every day, bud. <laughs> <laughs> what do I have? Which made me like him even more. That's right on my notes. <laughs> and it
3: certainly was. As they were saying that to me, I go, I want this guy. In the only saving grace is that he has the balls to say what we're all thinking. What well, we... The people are thinking. Correct. Not what the politicians are thinking. Politicians Amen. are, are he's, in he's there for mess their lifetime to up. be politicians. Yeah, he's, he's going to mess the whole thing he's up. He's going to mess their to thing them, up. Their right. thing. It'll yeah. be more about the American us. people if he's in there, I believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the old God uh, when he takes over. Unless he's a plan for Hillary, in which case, screw him.
2: Here we go. So, uh, rumor is. Uh, That's great. They're trying to screw him on the, on the delegates, is what, what it seems like, that, you know, even if he ends up winning, the delegates are going to do it, and they're going to have to actually bring somebody else in. Which is like, such a farce. Yeah. Like Romney, his name came up a bunch, and I go, Romney's not going to do it. I think Romney's friends with Trump. Yeah. So I don't think he'd do it to him anyway. You don't see Romney around or in any talk of him or anything like that, but it, it seemed like they knew that, okay, this is, this is the plan, it, it seemed. Rumor. Again, rumor. Uh, Rumor is the politicians are going to help us in the cigar industry. Rumor and another rumor is politicians lie.
3: That's not, not a, a rumor. That a is lie. not a rumor. Yeah, that's fact. I believe that is a fact. <laughs> 100% yeah, percent fact.
2: So uh, everything I said, forget about all of it because it ends. You're just with... making stuff up now, Dave. No. <laughs> It it was uh, the way it is. So uh, then we get to um, cigar rumors. Now, again, this was uh, with cocktails and things like that and people talking to me from from different places. The truth serum. The truth serum, right. Uh, Major consolidation is the the, uh, big talk that's happening. The big will get bigger uh, very soon. Uh, Remember last year's show? And uh, they all heard it. Everybody was talking about it. Boy, you got some of that right. Bah, 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 ba. bah. bah. Um, <coughs> the big guys are going to buy other viable big guys. Uh, and they're going to get some decent money for it. Uh, these companies are going to get decent money um, on the first round. At that point, it's going to be a dime and a dollar. And then they're going to actually, so if you're one of those companies, sell fast because the price is going down, not up right? as it goes on. Right. Um, rumor? All these are rumors. All these are made up things that I'm saying. They're not uh, made up. They're things that you heard
3: to be yeah, true. But you n- didn't make but, them, but up. not
2: true. Not true by any means They're at not all.
3: Provable not
2: speculation. Yeah, but you heard other people speculated, not me. Davidoff to buy Altadis. Ooh, power play. Davidoff to you buy just Altatus. Going right there. Huh? How's this? I heard this from three different people at three different times. The same wow. thing. And maybe they heard it from the first guy. But it came back to me three different times that ended now, up happening. Then it makes sense. It makes me.
3: sense because Davidoff is a privately owned company, and because of Altadas' ties with Habanos and the Helms Burton Act, any anyone that owns stock in Altatus, but, but that's
2: about to go away after all these years. I but think. It, it, but it, the Helms
3: Burton Act is still going to be in effect. So anything that happens between now and then, their 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 money is up for grabs. They've got to sell it. I'll add this to that. Davidoff
2: is. Building a, distri- a global distribution network. Yeah. Something that was just added, which we'll get to later in Cigar News. Okay. Worldwide distribution. No doubt about it. Um, dun, dun, dun. The question is here. Are you is, debonair enough? No. Da- 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 <laughs> oh, Davidoff, da- Davidoff's a wealthy company, but I don't know if they're that wealthy. Yeah. How could they get the money Borrow it. to do this? Which takes me to the next rumor, which is what I heard.
3: Davidoff goes public. But if they go public, they'd be in the same position as yeah, which takes But, but the embargo is going to be lifted. But it's, it's still... Away. If it happens before <coughs> all the well, FDA all nonsense... all these things take a while. But
2: if they go public on a foreign stock
3: exchange, it probably doesn't tie into the whole... Mm-hmm. But if a, Cuban if, thing. if an American could buy that stock, Maybe American it's still can't. trouble.
2: Maybe it goes to a foreign yeah. public trade, account, which they are a foreign company to begin with. Yeah. This is talk. This is talk that went around and it went... It was a circle and these numbers, Nelson. He's making his claim off the, how how that could work. Looks an
3: awful lot like Lars Tietan in that hat and sunglasses. Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: Another rumor I heard, Swisher, who's Drew Estates now, who
3: owns Drew Estates, is about to buy Oliva cigars. Really? Now, that makes sense because we've known for a couple of years that uh, Jose Oliva has kind of taken his eye off the ball and he's getting more involved in politics. Owning so, a
2: tobacco company, being, being, being big in
3: politics, and, and supposedly looking, at, looking
2: yeah. at Washington right now as the next move. I, as I hear the rumors, I do exactly what you just did. S- just kind of say it's yeah. possible. It, it makes, makes sense. sense. It could happen. Again, uh, uh, lots lying on the predicate date. Just all these things, everybody's probably yeah. just sitting on the sidelines, days away from hearing what the answer is.
3: The predicate date would. Make these things happen quick, See, quicker. Now, if you're, if you're Davidoff and you're looking at buying Altatis, altatis owns an awful lot of brands that predate the 07. So it would behoove Davidoff to move quickly and buy them before the announcement because if the announcement goes one way, it's bad for the purchase. If it goes another way, it's good for the purchase. If the 2007 goes away, it's, they're less valuable because there's more brands on the market. The market becomes yeah, saturated yeah, yeah, with yeah. brands. yeah. That was four yes, by the way. I got four. We've discovered, by yeah, the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we no, discovered
2: That, that yara's yara me say,
3: is agreeing to what you just said. Oh, that's a that, real agreement. Yes. Four is agreement. Because three, we discussed in our mailbag a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> three is shut the hell up. I want to talk you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which is exactly what that does mean. <laughs> four means I agree with you. I agree. And now I'm thinking about it. So that's what I got um, of, of the stuff that I
2: can discuss because it's all made up. Well, None of that sounded
3: like stuff you could discuss.
2: <laughs> well, Of the three, which, or the, well, was it three? Of the ones you mentioned, which do you feel is the most likely to happen? All of them. Oh, I got another one. Oh, great. Oh, boy. How did I miss this? I don't know. It's probably the biggest one. Padron. Yeah. To be sold. All right. Already happening. Already happening. People are talking. (laughs) This thing is going down. This is what they're saying. So what's the first question that I asked? Who? Again, I heard this from three different people. And again, they might have heard it from... The first person, sure. okay, because none of them could answer who I said. If you know that this
3: thing, there's only is, is, one. There's only one real player that has an interest in Padrone.
2: Oh no, there's
3: everybody. I'm sure everybody from a financial aspect does have an interest because their their brands are all viable. But as far as this whole little blood feud that's been going on the past couple of years between Davidoff and Padrone, it really makes sense that Davidoff acquires its own competition. Do you remember who I said it was going to be? Did you say Davidoff? No. Nope. Do you remember in the triangle
2: of the five companies that, that remain at the end of this yeah, whole thing yeah, you know yeah. it was going to be? It was going to be Fuente. That's right. Yeah, See, yeah. that
3: one makes the least amount of sense to me.
2: No, because you get Fuente, you get Ashton, you get Padrone, you, you mean- get My Father Cigars. You get Tatuaje, why would... you get J.C. Newman, and there's one lock of one big company.
3: Why, wow. if you have the My Father factory in Nicaragua, which is already well-established, well-known, they get high ratings, why would you want to gum that up with Padron as well? Uh, you wouldn't be because, gumming it up. Because the bulk of the cigars that come onto that
2: factory get produced for Ashton. The bulk of every My Father cigar that's produced, more than 50% of every cigar—I don't know this for a fact, but I believe— That the bulk of the stuff that come out of that factory goes to Ashton. What are the brand names that they that they do? Uh, La de Cuba. Yeah,
3: Cristobal. Yeah, that's the bulk of their production. See, it's still to me. I'm going to have to say I still think that it's Davidoff that's going to make the play for Padron because they
4: all want it. Well, whoever gets it's a win. Yeah,
3: (laughs) it's not all that big, you know. It's I believe it's under nine.
2: Million cigars. Come on. Yeah. Really? I mean, they got some high-end cigars in there, you know, but <coughs> dollar-wise, you know, some of their stuff is expensive and stuff, but they're a small family company. You know, I, I, I've been to not only their factory that produces it, not all that large, wow. uh, to their warehouse uh, and, and distribution point in Miami, not all that large. Uh, it isn't, they're a big name, but they're not big, big uh, production numbers. Mm. Um, So uh, it 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 kind of to me fits like I said a year ago. It fits in there. Would Davidoff like it? I'm sure. Would Altadis like it? I'm sure. Would General Cigar like it? I'm sure. But where does it sit, and who's their connection to the people that they they deal with and stuff? Uh, I go back to the. uh, It's an interesting theory to uh, Fuente, which would make them uh, one of the big five. So that continues on too. So, I don't know. I don't know if any of this uh, goes anywhere. I said it a year ago. Here it is. Here's the layup of what it is. I'm going to either
4: see M- like, or- yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a genius or... Mailbag's going to blow up. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to
2: look like a genius or a chump. One or the other. And most likely it's going to be chump. But I hope I'm wrong on, on everything that I, that I said. And when we come back, we're going to light up uh, another cigar that evokes the history of Prohibition. And we'll answer the questions in the mailbag. Does... The cut affect the duration of a cigar. Mister J, the science guy, goes deep, and uh, on the subject that he uh, knows the it. answer, yeah. he researched, researched this. He did it, so uh, we're live. From Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United
3: Cigar Radio Network, and it's very possible that you have learned nothing else in this last because hour. Because this is all—it's all, it's made all up. rumors. It's all rumors. But if you happen to be smoking your Aroa Prinsado, always remember: keep the lid end out of your mouth.
4: I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars, and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast, or, get this, passionato. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co.
1: Savor this moment the sparks of conversation the anticipation of that first draw savor the story shared over a cigar like this a cigar that makes this moment classic Diavo classic savor a composition of hand crafted dominican leaf graced with notes of 25 year old tobacco richly complex yet remarkably smooth savor a harmony of creamy balanced flavors a duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at AVO.com.
0: Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Patín Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours?
4: In 2013, Boutique Blend Cigars released Aging Room Quattro, which was the number one cigar in the USA that year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Now, Raphael Nodel, the man behind the Aging Room Small Batches, has released La Boheme. La Boheme is a line that unites Raphael's three most important passions in life music, Cuba, and cigars. But perhaps the most unique part of creating La Boheme is the way in which Rafael blended this masterpiece. As a Cuban immigrant who came to the USA in a little boat when he was only 15 years old, Rafael had many memories of his native Cuba, but none as strong as the aroma of the Cuban cigars his grandfather used to smoke every day in that little park next to his house. Rafael blended countless combinations of different tobaccos and had other people smoke them. He would sit back and savor the aromas until one particular blend finally matched his memories. The same aroma of those Cuban cigars his grandfather smoked La Boheme, a Dominican cigar with a Cuban soul. This
0: The crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta Is the Cigar Authority What are your badges? The Authority We ain't got no badges On everything cigar I don't have to show you any stinking badges With your host Ho, ho, slow down there, Speed Racer David Garofalo Put that coffee down coffee's the close his own Mr. Jonathan You want me on that wall You need me on that wall Barry Stump That guy in a little
4: cold. That guy in a little cold. Don't <laughs>
0: And Chuck Morrison. I went
4: to magic camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. <sighs> it's
0: time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority.
2: Yeah! And we're back with our number two broadcasting live from the Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. Bullet punch or guillotine cut is in debate held by many. But does it affect the duration of the cigar? Mr. Jonathan, the science guy, (laughs) lets us know the results in this highly scientific study.
3: Yeah, (laughs) that's what it is. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you exercise your rights and smoke along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, or Podbean where you can set it and forget it. There we go. Cigar number two. We're about to light up. This is the Intemperance
2: EC 17. 18. 18? X-V-I-I-I. 18. 18, By Romacraft. What do we have, Barry? Well, the Intemperance EC 18 Faith measures 5 by 50 and features an Ecuador, Connecticut wrapper over an Indonesian binder and filler from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. The brand is based on the temperance movement that led to Prohibition, and according to Romacraft, the company behind the cigar. In the last 60 years, the anti-smoking movement has grown in influence and power, much the same way the temperance movement before it grew. We believe that it is well past the time to initiate our own modern intemperance movement.
3: There we go. The time is now.
2: Beautiful-looking cigar. This is a Figurado that, that is uh, pointed on one end and begins the point at the other. A little bit of an unfinished foot here. Yep. Shaggy yep. foot. Yep, teeny bit. Not too much that it's going to end up, when, when it's too shaggy, it ends up yep. sparking everywhere, yep. but I think they got it down to a science mm-hmm. here uh, where they leave a little bit out. The band on it, where everybody's going big, they go small. This is probably the smallest cigar band. In the the land I agree It works I like it Yeah, and and it makes it look nice Just a little (laughs) side note The 18 stands for the 18th amendment Which was Ah. the enactment of prohibition And the Maduro version Which is a Brazilian Is called the 21st Which is the 21st um, uh, amendment Which was the repeal of prohibition Ah, perfect I did see those numbers and wonder what they are so, uh, Roma Craft, this is uh, Skip Martin and uh, Mike Rosales. Mike Rosales, yes. Uh, beautiful looking cigar. I don't think I've ever... Is there other shapes in this? Yes, and he said you smoked a lot of them when you were in Cuba yes, with them. Yes, I did. Yeah. And I thought it was the best cigar I smoked in Cuba. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a Cuban cigar. But I didn't smoke this shape. No. And we carry this? This is the one we, uh, we just took on. Okay. Nice. What's the retail on this? 669. Hey, yeah, you knew it too, right? There you go, getting ready. <clears throat> so uh, let's give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices and are raising prices. Perdomo cut out the Federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality. Tradition in excellence,
3: excellence,
2: excellence. So, uh, this is something you can't use a bullet cutter on because it's a torpedo. Or could you? I don't think could so. Bullet cut around the, uh, the sides. I don't like it. In the coming months, we're going to have a big announcement with Roma Craft. We're not going to say what it is. No, no. But in the coming months, there's
4: going to be a nice little announcement. Here Interesting pre-flavor. What are you getting there, Jonathan?
3: This is, uh, I'm getting a, picking up a, a note of butterscotch. It's a little sweet. Oh, close. Damn.
4: I, didn't mean
2: to, I didn't mean to hit it because <laughs> you were close. Uh, <laughs> premature balulation. <laughs> <It was> right.
3: <laughs> Buttered popcorn is where I was. I could say that if you had said kettle corn. There's a sweet oh, there we sweetness go. Yeah. There's a sweetness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, close, yeah. Closer to kettle corn.
4: Very Nice.
2: Well, and, again, and again, I'm clogged up, but I'm, I'm tasting mm-hmm. the taste.
3: I'm shocked that I'm tasting these flavors. Very nice. We're going to light this Bad Larry up with the none other than the Vertigo Intimidator. At twenty four ninety nine. this quadruple jet, color-changing flame and ginormous tanked lighter is one that you should have in your pocket because the flame, the, the portion where the flame comes out does tilt down, making it an easy... Gentle fit in your pocket. And uh, it will beg the question, are you happy to see me? And the answer is yes. <laughs> the ladies will be impressed if you have that in your pocket. There we go. Just saying. And if you're outdoors
2: using this and it turns red like that, it's fantastic. Out in the golf course, out in the blue
3: skies and things like that, you can see it. It's a $100 lighter for twenty four ninety nine. Just buy one.
2: Really? Buy four. You're going to spend 100 on it anyway. <laughs> Isn't this nice It's amazing I was talking to a lot of retailers Down there in in D.C. When I was there And of course I brought My own lighters with me Uh, People are using matches And things like that And I said No this one Plastic body uh, Which is the one I
3: That is the Cyclone Cyclone. The original Cyclone
2: Yeah No problem at all Throw in shaving kit I saw Bobby Newman, who's our biggest customer on these yes, things. Yes, he is, and he's—we just t- sent t- him out another order. Here we go. Really? he's touting them all the time and saying these are the greatest lighters. They are the greatest. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, if somebody doesn't have a lighter, he gives them a lighter, and for ten bucks, I yeah. mean, it's unbelievable what, what these guys are doing, and uh, nobody's going to beat them. Nobody. They're a the whiz. Great style, great Barry, price. Crazy Eddie, the Wiz, the Wiz. You Nobody guys, beats him. You guys know who Crazy Eddie was? Yes, is that I strictly do. a New York? No, thing? no. no. Okay. You know who he was? It's insane. Yes, crazy he's so crazy. Ed- he's insane. How come none of that ever comes back? You know, there's no. There's no uh, we gotta bring it back. You got, you got a monkey and a, a, a baby, monkey baby face. What is, what's going on with you know, that?
4: Yeah, the Mountain Dew commercial. Oh, the commercial on the Super Bowl.
3: Awful. Yeah. I have no idea what you guys are talking really?
2: about Really? Well, oh. well this, is, this is going viral Creepy And I was he- I was reading something on it that they've decided that they're going to stop making clothing and everything on this oh my thing It's taken off so big that you're going to start seeing monkey baby face What is it? It's something like that yeah. I don't know but oh, I thought it was the worst commercial on the Super Bowl And it's the one that's gotten the most licks Yeah, yeah Okay So this thing mm-hmm. is going
3: to, you're going to see this thing it ain't
2: going away. Wow.
3: I watched the halftime show and a couple of plays, and that's it. Yeah. We focused on cooking and smoking cigars and hanging out.
4: You didn't miss much, my man. We
3: cleaned yeah. our guns. Boy, were you wrong. It was good. <laughs> Wait, right? Yeah. I
4: think, yeah. my God. I'm watching the game like, I hope no one took my advice. <laughs> oh, or... my
2: God. Were you wow. wrong? Our listeners nailed it. Even though more people predicted Carolina to win, the majority of the votes showed that Denver would win in a close game. Yeah. and. It was pretty much close the entire game.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say defense wins championships. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard myself <laughs> I mean, say it that
3: time. Shut up, Barry. I want to talk.
4: No,
2: it isn't. Well, neither <laughs> of you. <laughs> See, so now it's not there because I agreed with him exactly. <laughs> he's exactly right. So I said,
3: yeah, 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 which is, why do I say that? I got to stop. No, it's great. No, it's I It's your to signature stop. move. Oh, I hate it. I catch myself doing it all the time, and I'm like, that son of a. All right, the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Matthew Pearl from Salisbury, Massachusetts writes, Hey, guys, love the show. Mr. Jonathan seems to be on a roll with his pieces on cigar gear a la humidors and ghosting lighters. I have a question that I have heard different answers to over the years, and I'm wondering if you could clear it up for me. Would smoking a cigar with a bullet-punched end smoke faster or slower than one with a straight-cut end Patiently awaiting your response on the air, Matt from Salisbury. Good
2: question. So, and I understand what he's saying because you're going to open it up more. First, you're going to cut more of it to begin with. Yeah. You're going to open it up more, therefore bringing more smoke into it, and the cigar is going to go faster. If you use the bullet, it's going to go a lot slower. Therefore, the cigar is going to burn slower, or is it?
3: Well, now, from, I watch a lot of the show Mythbusters, mm. which is in its last season now on, uh, is it Discovery Channel? I think it's Discovery I think Channel, it is, yep. and they get lambasted when they do their experiments and they leave something out or they fast track something. So I hope it's not too tedious, but I want to get into how I was able to get to my conclusion by going through the, a little bit of the process here. So as as I read, we got the contact us page question regarding whether or not c- cutting a cigar using a straight cut would change the amount of time it takes to smoke a cigar versus using a bullet punch. In the twenty years that I've been smoking. Uh, I've been switching back and forth from cut to cut and never thought to pay attention, so I decided to do the experiment and find out. To maximize the impact of the experiment, I opted to go with the smallest bullet cutter I could find, which is on the black label Dictator flat flame lighter. It is small. The fold-out bullet punch weighs in at a whopping 12 64ths or 12 ring gauge compared to the 62 64ths or 62 ring gauge opening of the Lotus Jaws cutter which if you go on thecigarauthority.com after the show, you'll be able to see the picture of both cutters that I used. Uh, So this is already up on the cigar? It will go up at 2.01 p.m. Right after the show. Okay. The cigar itself doesn't matter much, uh, but I will tell you that it is a mild Connecticut shade cigar measuring 7 by 50 at the start of the experiment. In an attempt to make this as fair as possible to the experiment, I had the cigar chosen for me and had the band removed so that I could focus on going puff for puff with each cigar. I didn't want to cloud my judgment and say, oh, I like the cigar. I don't like the cigar. I didn't want to know what the cigar was. I focused on drawing evenly each time with as close to the same pull strength as possible. I set a time limit of one hour. And evaluated both cigars' progress every 15 minutes. Again, pictures on the website. So
2: let me ask you the question. Did you smoke one cigar all the way through,
3: or both at the same time? Both at the same time. If I took a puff on one, you took the I took on the, the same puff on the other. Immediately following. Immediately following. Using the cigar I bullet-punched as a guide, I cut the second cigar at the base of the top cap so I could have an easy reference point from which to measure. See image two. So you can see exactly where the cap is. This was a double cap cigar, so I cut the entire... Top cap off, opening the cigar as much as possible. Is this
4: documented? Do you have pictures on the uh, website? Yes, without
3: risking it unraveling. Okay. Each cigar got a total of 180 puffs, which is equivalent to receiving one puff every 20 seconds or so. I could have stopped at 178, but my OCD kicked in, I have to admit. (laughs) And I puffed two more times on each cigar, so I would have an even rounder number. I took only 20 seconds to light them so that neither would get more or less puffing time when all was said and done. So I evaluated the cigars at the 15-minute mark, the 30-minute mark, the 45-minute mark, and the one-hour mark, and here's my conclusion. Even with the 38 ring gauge difference between the two cuts, I'm surprised to report that although there was a dramatic difference in flavor between the two cigars, there was exactly zero difference in how slowly they burned. My theory as to why this is has to do with the airflow at the ember, since both embers are the same size. At the foot of the cigar, they are allowing the same amount of airflow through them, thus combusting at the same rate of speed. Hmm. The restriction of air at the bullet punch only affected the flavor, it made it more intense. Uh, if the smaller hole was on the other end where the ember is, it may have resulted in a different outcome, but that is an experiment for another day. I'd
2: like to put a disclaimer out here this should not be tried by an amateur. Mr. Jonathan is a professional yes. puffer. Yes, don't do this at home. And he's an experienced puffer. Absolutely. Jesus. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. <clears throat> so, luckily,
3: very interesting. Luckily, neither cigars was named Peter, or I would take exception <laughs> to that remark. And you
2: don't know what those cigars were.
3: I have no idea. I had them selected. I don't want to know. So, that is
2: interesting. So, a V-cut is most likely going to work the same way the bullet cut is. It's not going to matter. So, but you did mention... It did dramatically change the flavor. I was thinking that, David. So we actually did two experiments. I
3: did two experiments.
2: Which cigar tasted
3: better? I found, now this is, again, this was a mild shade cigar. I found that I enjoyed the bullet punch better. I'm shocked. Because it was, it took a mild cigar, so Hmm. I didn't get the nicotine punch, but it took the mildness of that cigar and kicked the flavor up a couple of notches. Hmm. Really dramatically enhanced the smoking experience. And I have been against bullet punches for about five years. I'm going back. Wow. So it took a mild cigar, more full-bodied. More Can, full-flavored. Okay, yeah. The strength stayed exactly the same. They, they were so mild. So I you mean, got I,
2: more flavor because you condense them to a smaller hole. You, you Drinking a drink through a straw, basically. Yeah. Instead yeah.
4: of... Well, now, yeah. you know what has to happen, of course. You have to run a new experiment. With a full-bodied cigar. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh.
2: No, thank you. And this episode of Zoom has been brought to you by Two Guys <laughs> You remember the show Zoom? I do. Zoom 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 Zoom.
3: I have no idea what you're talking about. Come on, to give it a
2: try. We're going to show you just why. Why do I know this? <laughs> it's terrible.
3: And while you're enjoying life to its, it's fullest, terrible. it's important to be debonair. And how to be more debonair is gentleman Chuck Morrison.
4: Do you need a gentleman?
5: Gentleman.
1: I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman?
5: <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the
4: volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum debonair cigars provide its clients with, wait for it, suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, doing the right thing even when you don't have to. For example, we'll take this to the highway. Using your directional on the highway when you don't have to, when there are no other cars or police present. You never know when a new car might merge onto the highway, or if there are other cars on the freeway, you always want to use your directionals to make them aware of your maneuvers and moves. Another scenario, four-way stop sign. I'm telling you, use your directionals, even if there are no other cars around. Follow me on this. It's not only the debonair thing to do, it's the law. But beyond that, you're developing a new habit, a habit of courtesy, a habit of mannerism, a habit of not just being a gentleman, you're being debonair.
3: I have a, a little caveat please, on that, Chuck. Uh, please, when it comes to stop signs, I'm a firm believer in no cops, no stops. Ooh. So, Ooh. I don't know if that's debonair of me, but that's my mantra. I'm with you. So, <laughs> that is not I do, debonair, gentlemen. I do use my directional, I just don't stop. Well, in the Dominican Republic, stop signs are optional,
4: they're recommendations. Oh are they- boy. You know, we have police officers, <laughs> law enforcement that listen to this show. Yes, we do. No! You stop. Yeah. You use your turn
3: signal. I do use my turn you signals. By the law, my man. I don't if stop. If a tree
2: falls in the woods and there's
4: nobody here there to see it, <laughs>
3: no one cares.
4: Right. That's, that's... <laughs> you guys are killing me. Yeah. That's a Gentleman's Way, brought to you by our good friends at Debonair Cigars and Rum. Guys, the question every single time are you Debonair?
3: Slow down, see if there's a cop. Right. That has nothing to do with (laughs) other people in traffic. Uh, The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. I just listened to the lighter maintenance section on January 30th's podcast. Excellent job, Mr. Jonathan. I've been told that when you bleed a lighter, you should hold it right side up. What are your feelings on that? And do you think it makes a difference? Thank you, all four of you, to what you do in the cigar industry. Signed, Barry. Um, well, it does make a difference. So let's say you used bad fuel or you suspect you have bad fuel in the lighter. Then you absolutely will hold that lighter right side up to bleed it.
2: Get everything out. Get everything
3: out. You want the gas out in that case. Then you flip it upside down.
2: That's not bleeding. It's emptying it. That's
3: emptying it. Juice it up. Bleed it upside down. And then you should be all set. So it brings us to our ghost acronym, which is gas. Hang upside down for the bleeding process. Making sure you have ample oxygen spark, and timing on the lighter, and you've got it all set. So it does make a difference. You have to know what, exactly what you're trying to do. If you suspect it's bad fuel, if it's a lighter that's been in the drawer for years and you want to bring it back to life, you hold it vertically to empty it, but it still is going to have to be bled, which is hang upside down, the second letter of our acronym. acronym. We're smoking the intemperance
2: by Roma Craft. Uh, my my, uh, I'm very congested. Uh, although I taste cedary components, I don't know if that's what you're getting. A little spiciness happening, yes. but some honey, and, some honey and vanilla, honey and vanilla. I wish mm-hmm. I could taste it.
3: Honey and vanilla. Are we talking honey from the hive, or are we talking just we like be regular from the to market basket from the hive? From the hive
2: as opposed to the one in the little bottle. Yeah, the thing. teddy bear teddy one doesn't bear. count. Who has that? that? <laughs> 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 it's gotta be from the high. over there. Yeah.
3: <laughs> little particulates floating around in it. I'm, I'm with you on that, Barons. Yeah, is
2: it a, is it a full bodied cigar? It looks like it's a milder cigar.
3: Medium. But... Yeah, I have this one at medium.
4: I have it at upper medium, personally.
3: Well, I have you at meow. I mean, All compared it. to the other, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> compared to the other cigars that
2: Romacraft puts out, it's mild. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. in the grand yeah. scope of things, it's Mild plus, Me- medium, medium plus. Medium, medium plus. Yeah. So, it, you know, it, the shade of it looks like it would be a milder cigar, but yeah. I'm getting a, a little strength here. Yeah.
3: Now, this, I, I feel like Skip is sending us a little message because he didn't go completely blonde with the wrapper. It's almost a sun-grown looking wrapper saying, you know, this isn't going to be mild, mild. Don't expect that.
2: Now, now this is what, not this shape, but this is the one I truly smoked when I was in Cuba with him. And we we did an all-day thing. Every day was an all-day thing. But we ended up at um, Sloppy Joe's, me and him. In Cuba? Yeah. Sloppy Joe's.
3: Slop, Sloppy Joe's. And he
2: said, do you want one of these? By the way, in Sloppy Joe's, you couldn't smoke a cigar. I found that odd. And uh, he said, do you want one of these cigars? And uh, I said, Sure. And uh, went outside, smoked a cigar. It was awesome. And then later on, the next day, we're driving from uh, Havana to Pinal del Rio. And we stopped for lunch at a little little place. And um, he said, you want another one of these? I said, yeah. And I'm smoking it. After lunch, it's sitting there. And I said, these were the best cigars. And I'm not even saying it because it's you that's here. They burned the best. They taste the best. Had have the most flavor than every cigar that I smoked while I was there. No doubt about it. So now we finally have them yeah. to sell to other people. So uh, great cigar. I mean, he's making some great stuff out there, so good, good for him. Small company. Uh, I hope this made the 2007, Barry. These guys going to be around or what? Uh, no, I don't think they'll, they'll make the cut. All right, so it was nice knowing you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're working on that, on that uh, to see what, what happens there. But, um, my God, the end, of, the end of the cigar industry, as we know it, is how, is how, I, uh, how I see it. So. Anyway, let's, let's go to break. When we come back, what's up in the cigar world? Uh, not the rumors, but the real deal, the real news. Barry's got, got it with him. More in the mailbag, a crazy story in the asylum, and more crazy events. Uh, we got a crazy event to talk to you about from asylum that we're going to tell you all about. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
5: When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set a glow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world you release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose
2: Dominguez, Jose Dominguez.
3: and every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez Jose Dominguez Jose Dominguez. In
5: 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, A cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21, Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year. Then, and only then, into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humid tubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron
2: it was 2010 on my 50th birthday Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift it was a box of cigars but this box of cigars was not what I expected one I never saw before something without the Perdomo name on it it was my name Garofalo Garofalo Cigars has my name on it but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift a gift of a brand of cigars Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami
1: Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
2: And we're back live from the Florida Dominican Cigar Studios, smoking the Intemperance EC18 from Romacraft, and providing you with the best content on the number one cigar podcast on the internet. It's right here. It's written on my script, and I didn't write it. Yeah, but I said it. Almost six years, but it's official. The most listened to cigar podcast. Congratulations to us, and welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Most listened to. Most listened to. Not live, obviously, but, uh, <laughs> but listen to the podcast. But we, we pulled it off today. We pulled, we pulled it
4: kinda. off, man. Well, you saw, yeah. We, yeah. Had, we had a little challenge. We caught it. We responded to it. We made it happen. And how
2: do you feel about next week? <laughs> No comment. 60% of the time, Dave. Yeah, 60% of the time, every time. So, Barry, what's up in the cigar world?
3: It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles. Over the course of two full years, they are box-pressed and rolled end-to-bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a recluse cigar today.
2: All right, so new arrivals at twoguyscigars.com is the Rumor Craft Intemperance, Faith, and Envy. The 5x50 Perfecto is available as Connecticut and Brazilian Ariparaca rappers Say that five yeah, times Yeah, what is that fast. again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aripiraca. you look lucky I so got it once <laughs> without stuttering. <laughs> Cinnamon? <It's> synonym. <laughs> yes. Um Some new trademarks were filed. Fummi, Fumari International, the parent company behind Illusion, has filed for Snow Angels. Snow Angels. And in industry news, our friend Dr. Gabby Caffey of Caffey Cigars announced this week a line extension on his Maduro with a 55 by 40 called the Petite Perla. A couple of TAA exclusives were announced, including My Father's El Centurion H2K Connecticut, a six and a half by 52 box press torpedo, and the Tatuaje TAA 2016, which measures 6 and a quarter by 50, which is the same size as the 2012 release. Texas-based Black Label Trading Company has joined Boutiques United, <coughs> who will now handle their distribution out of New Jersey. And Davidoff has announced it will be handling its own distribution in Germany and will end their relationship with current distributor Arnold Andre at the end of the year. And lastly, it's been an up and down week in Chicago that originally saw the aldermen vote against an age increase and tax increase only to reverse course and vote in favor despite the fact that a city tax is illegal according to state law. But get this. The measure also includes minimum pricing language that kicks in only if the city is sued and the tax is overturned, thus forcing retailers to figure out the lesser of two evils. Wow. Just threatening them. If you dare sue us from this illegal act that we're taking, wow. then we're going to do this to you. Wow. What country is this? Seriously. What is going on?
3: And that's this week's Cigar News what's up in the cigar world was brought to you by recluse cigars the recluse amadeus habano reserva uses grade a ecuadorian habano wrapper a san andreas binder a dominican Lajero, seco and pennsylvanian broadly filler tobaccos which create a blend we call the cigar of the year recluse cigars is what's, what's up,
2: up? That's what's up what's up next week is what's up we're gonna uh Celebrate International Pipe Smoking Day. I'm calling in sick. <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> celebrates that every day. Yes, he does. Oh yeah, International Pipe Smoking Day. We're going to smoke a bowl. They say smoke a bowl, but we'll smoke a cigar in the second hour. But when can we, we put, put the cigar in the pipe?
3: Is that doable? We could try it towards the end of the second hour. We we could. I just could, want to start off with a cigar in the pipe and not have to deal with the disgusting pipe tobacco. How do you going? know you might? I'm going to pick something nice. I've tried every kind of pipe tobacco I could find. I had to buy a different pipe for every one. I was into it for almost two bills, and I started and ended ended smoking a pipe on the same day. You know Dale Dale Claussen
2: used to work here? He used to work here years and years ago when we were across the street, so that's got to be 12 years ago at least. And we would blend some of our own tobaccos before we had it already blended and, and canned for us. And when there was certain, all, all the stuff would come in. He would go in the back, and he would make his own little blend. And he called it the cat's meow. And I said, you know, I smell it burning and stuff, and people would say, what's that? And he'd give him a little bit of all the stuff. And after giving it, giving it, giving it, I said, you might as well just make a jar of it. Yeah. Make up a jar. And we, we had it, and it was the cat's meow. And he's the only one that knew what it was. And when he stopped working here... He took the blend with him. He never told what it was, and mm-hmm. that was the end of it. I have a jar of it in my office in that leather
3: um, canister. That's there. It's the cat's meow. You can't buy it. I'm not even interested a little bit. Come in on. What it tastes like? I'll do it because it's the show and you set it up a little already. Bit. Not even a little Come bit. Come on. What am I going to do for a pipe? I don't even own a pipe. We'll, we'll get you a pipe. The a pipe that someone else had in their mouth. No, we'll get you a new one. <laughs> we have pipes. Don't we have pipes? Two of you are sick all the time, and then we'll you, get you're your try to take pipe. me down. We'll get
2: you your own pipe. You'll have your own pipe. Barry, do you have a pipe? Not anymore, but I used to own three or four of them when I lived in New York. And what'd you do with them? When I moved to Miami, for me, it was always a cold weather thing. So when I moved to my Miami, I never took them with me. That's it. So they're gone. Yeah, That's over. So I got to get you a pipe, too. You got a pipe? No. So, wow! We got three <laughs> Wow! Well, you really we'll, thought this out. Maybe we'll smoke uh, cigars. <laughs> <laughs> we can always pass it around. This oh, wait, sounds wrong, expensive wrong of- for me. No, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Um, Frank's got a pipe. There we go. So that's next week. Uh, the following week, uh, I will not be here. I'm going to the, the Havana Festival, and you guys are doing the show by yourself. So get ready. You Should be getting some information uh, down. Don't. I'm almost ready now. All right, and um, I'll check in with you uh, when I return. I may check in with you when I land back to Miami before I go to Mexico because I'm going to TAA immediately following that on Sunday morning, and I'll be in Mexico for five days. Then You're I come back be in a
3: Mexican hospital with uh, <laughs> some sort of diphtheria. Well, can I make a, rec- you- a recommendation, please? please. Will you wear a
4: mask on the plane? I don't know. I guess so. That's a lot of traveling, man.
3: Because the bad thing
4: is
2: from going to one thing, then it means I'm going to go to Mexico feeling like exactly. I feel right now. You
4: don't want to get sick but, down there, bud.
2: So Just I, don't drink the water. I know. I know. I don't like Mexico either. We go there an awful, awful lot of times. But, uh, but look at Honduras right now. Honduras, really bad. Really bad. I'm not going there. Yeah. So I come back uh, it 's the return of uh, return from Cuba and taa i 'm going to have a lot to talk about there and a new cigar to introduce um, on that day uh, following march nineteenth uh, avo 's ninetieth birthday show uh, the following the, the uh, Tuesday preceding that we will have uh, an event where we will celebrate avo 's birthday ninetieth birthday. Uh, on that Tuesday, the 22nd. That's his actual real birthday. We're going to have an event here in Salem. I think it's like 40 bucks or something like that. And uh, we're going to have Avo join us via satellite. And he'll be at his home on his birthday celebrating and with us here. Uh, So if anybody's interested that's local and wants to join us for it, uh, um, it's short money, and uh, we're going to have a little dinner here and and a birthday cake and sing happy birthday to Avo via satellite. And um, I'm going to announce it now. We have an April event coming up, and it's a pretty wild event. Our friends from uh, I I made the call to the uh, folks at Asylum because I thought this was crazy enough to uh, uh, discuss, but uh, they agreed, of course, as crazy as this is. It's called Winner Winner Chicken Cigar Dinner. Okay, so it's going to be a uh, chicken dinner with all the fixings and stuff, and we're bringing in uh, folks from the Chicken Connection um, in Haverhill, which is supposedly the best. That's the rumor. So that's what everybody tells me. I haven't had it before. I, w- I will uh, test it beforehand anyway. I've, I've
3: eaten there before, and it is very good. Okay, so
2: there are the people uh, that are going to be bringing the food. It's Wednesday, April 27th from 6 to 8 o'clock at night. It's a chicken poop.
3: Party. (laughs) Chicken poop party. You girls should just probably block your ears from now until the end of the asylum bit. I'm just giving you a heads up. But this
2: is no bit. This is the real deal. It's going to happen here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. As I say, includes a chicken dinner, two asylum cigars, and one chance. One chance of winning the prize. Uh, So don't be a clock. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a live (laughs) chicken here in the store. And it will roam the area over here. And these blocks that you see on the ground are going to be all numbered. And everybody gets a number. And we're going to throw chicken feed all around. And the chicken's going to walk around.
3: And now, when, here's, here's what you have to know about chickens. Yeah. They poop within 20 minutes of eating. It's a guarantee. All right. So, so the stu- chicken eats, stu- it's going to poop.
2: Okay. If it poops on your number, and everyone's going to have a number of the block,
3: you win a box of asylum cigars. That's how you win. I was against this idea. I just want everyone to know. It's too crazy. I loved it. I love it. Don't be a chicken shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sign up
2: today. Whoever number... Nice job, Chuck. Yeah, a little late on that one. Nice job, Chuck. Whoever number it poops on wins a box of Asylum Cigars. Get your tickets before they're all gobbled up. There's lots of lines here. Seating is limited to just
3: 50 people. It's 40 bucks. And it's going to be a lot of fun. He does the same thing with the Perdomo oh. cutting thing. He changes when the thing is, and we're all like, "Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it.
3: Would Come it on, wrong? it's a chicken <clears throat> poo party. Would it be wrong if we
2: gave some of the chicken to no. the chicken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cannibalism. cannibalism. It's bad I think news it's against the law. So uh, we're gonna get the chicken. The chicken, twenty two dollars. I called the company up. How much for a chicken? A live chicken. $22. I said, how much to rent it? They said, you buy it for $22. I said, I'm renting it for $22 because I don't want to keep yeah, this bringing thing. it back. But I want him in a cage by the register, and we'll sell the 50 tickets as soon as we put them out there. Oh, yeah. ch- What's this all about? Tell the people. Boom. They buy it. And that night, we have the chicken in here. We do it. And then give it If them-
3: it lays eggs, can we make
2: omelets? It does lay eggs. Well, so we can make omelets. The lady said to me, "You get an egg out of it every single day, blah blah blah. Wouldn't it be nice if it laid the egg while we're, we're uh, here?" Oh, instead of
3: yeah, oh, if, if, it oh, egg, if it lays an egg, lays an egg, if it boxes.
2: lays an egg on your number, then you get two boxes or something. Okay, I'm going to say you'll get two boxes if it lays an egg on your number. If it just poops on it, it's one, but you got to pick up the poop. Because <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, anyway, it's it. a chicken poo party Wednesday, April twenty seventh. If you're interested, stop by any Two Guys Smoke Shop location. Get your ticket. It's only forty bucks.
3: We're gonna have fun because that's what we do. So those are up and coming uh, all right, events. It's, it's they- time to take a peek into the asylum from our good friends at Asylum Cigars.
4: They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful. All. The I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats and they're coming to take me
3: away <laughs> it's time for news from the insane asylum odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true or are they Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's Asylum. Girls, I warned you. Block your ears. How do you know it's true love, Barons? Well, making a commitment to take the cremated cremated remains of your past partner and putting them into... A dildo ah. Ah. Created by artist Mark Sturgenboom oh my God. 21 grams is a new Let's call it urn That contains up to 21 grams Of your former lover's ashes The item description reads She is able to have an intimate night With her sweetheart again Oh and to answer your next question Yes there is a space in the ashes dildo Case for an iPhone Because man would that be awkward If it wasn't yeah. That's insane, and creepy as hell, that's asylum.
4: They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha!
3: Why didn't you ever think of that, right? I right. know, a dildern. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hi, do you have a dildern, right? Yeah. No, you will. You will. We'll get you one for Christmas. Because he's, he's not dead yet. Because <laughs> he's not dead. You gotta yet. have it ready. Thanks for like yeah. predicting yeah, my what death are you, before what are you, Christmas. Are you doing, dude? It'll be, the, it'll be your wedding present for me. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> the dildern. You think he's kidding. Oh, my God. So, um,
2: mailbags. You, you said you got a ton of them. <laughs> That's They're ridiculous. piling up. So, why don't you start chipping away at some because we have uh, – we got to go uh, six minutes past because of the time we
3: did. So, we, got, right. we got ten minutes. All right. Granite Jim writes through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Listen to last week's show today, and it just wasn't the same without Barry making me laugh. Love listening to Dave and Barry. I hope he is feeling better. <laughs> they hate you. They hate you. Wow. Just when I thought I was in the clear, and this came across my desk this morning, and you got bumped to the top of the list there. Granted, Jim. He, he does. He goes for the, for the worst ones. They say... All right, uh, nice our this. next mailbag, Carrie writes, through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, really enjoying the show, but it is jumping the shark without Old Fart Freddy. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. So there
2: is an open. There's an opening there. If yeah, somebody did it. want to do it, but I can't imagine who has the guts, the nerve to be able to pull that off and end up attaching your name to that vile Old Fart Freddy. But if you do, give us a call.
4: I would think my father would be a good fit for it. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah? Yeah.
2: All right. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it translates well. If they understand all these uh,
3: innuendums, what do they call innuendos. It? innuendos? Innuendos. Well, I'm not sure
4: if aging room right. necessarily. Uh,
3: hey, it yeah. worked. Yeah. It worked. Old Fart Freddy in the aging room. It was.
4: Wasn't it voted the most popular? It was. Yes, it was. it was. Yeah. It, was. Yes, it was.
2: Advice from my father by Old Fart Freddy. Ah, uh, see. Are you listening, Papine?
3: Not that you understand English at all, <laughs> but are you listening? All right. The uh, following message was also submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com, and it's titled The January 30th Show. I want to tell you how much I enjoyed your show. I really like it when you share your expertise. The information about maintaining lighters, along with how to cut and light a cigar, was great. Keep up. The that was great a good work. one for you, because you're the one that did it. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Huh? to save that one. Hang right. that one up. This frame that. What are
4: you doing? That's, that's this,
3: one. I don't frame the bad. I don't frame the good ones. I only frame the bad ones on my sense. wall of shame. Uh, this one's uh, going kind of a little bit against Dave here. Dave. What? 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 Dave said something wrong. No. Uh, submitted through the contact us page. Brian writes, uh, "Hey guys, a few weeks ago you were discussing cigar trends of the year and mentioned about Perdomo." When Dave said they don't make a mild cigar. Okay. I was just curious, and please correct me if I'm mistaken, but isn't the Perdomo Lot 23 Connecticut a mild cigar? I don't think so. To my knowledge, that is the only true mild that Nick makes. So I look you forward say, to your answer. Keep up the good work and have a prosperous and happy new year. Which so You're saying I'm right with the exception of the uh, Lot 23 Connecticut. And also his uh, double-aged Connecticut is mild. His uh, Habano Connecticut is mild his, um, what's the new one, the fact, the craft series. Craft Series Connecticut is mild. I think they're more beefed up than mild.
4: I think they're medium. Yeah.
3: I'm telling you this. You, I don't think you've smoked that new Habano. The I H one. I it is mild
2: and it is delicious. He doesn't make a mild cigar. I'm going to stick with it. He, you know, mild for him if you want to say, but if you, if you take everything out and you say, okay, Perdomo's mild
3: would be anybody else's I medium. I blind tasted you on the Craft Series Connecticut and you said, wow, this is a great mild cigar. And I said, I only blinded you on it because I saw this mailbag. Really? All right. Well, Perdomo makes corrected. Garofalo.
2: is a mild cigar. Yes, See, yes, yes he
3: does. That's a milder cigar that he but makes. But That's mild plus still, but you're right. It is that, mild. That is the, and that was because he did it for me, but he wouldn't put his name on it because it's too mild. All right. I got one more here. All right. uh, submitted through the Contact Us page, David writes, concerning the December 12th podcast. Loved it. Uh, December, may have been one of December my favorites. 12th? Yeah, this is... But these are some old mailbags. Okay, go ahead. The banter between you guys makes me laugh out loud at work. Yes, I listen during the workday sometimes. Loved David's we'll consider it jab for Mr. J toward the end of Barry's off mic comment, uh, only one F up. After the sign off was classic. Uh, keep up the good work, guys, and may God have mercy on your souls. David from Des Moines. Too, ago. too long
2: ago, I don't remember any of it, right? It was two months ago, it feels like two years ago. Yeah, it does.
3: Do you remember this
2: at all? No.
5: No. I do uh, remember he was, he I do was, remember
3: something going on. In, he was on the road with right, right. uh,
2: New England, the Patriots. Okay. Can you say and that? And I double-clicked an uh, advertisement. Okay. And it was near perfect except for one, okay. and I cursed. Okay.
3: Oh. Ah. On mic. Yes. it oh, was good. The two have of you are good for that. Have you ever done a Chuck? Yes, he has. I have, yeah. I'm the only one. Wow. I'm the last one. No, no, you up. have. I have not. Not one time. You haven't what? I have not cursed. Like what? And like <laughs> any of them. Yeah. Tommy Grella has you. Two have you have, yep. Jesus Fuego. Let's not even go down yeah, that road. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, Cigar Herrera. La, Frank Herrera, <laughs> F bomb City, Steve Saka, Steve Saka. Yeah, you guys, all do it. Okay, don't mean to, but Chuck did it, huh? I am You're a
4: pro too.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay, that's it for now. That's it. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. We got time? How much time we we got? got? Yeah, we got time. Six minutes. All right, so I can see what we can pull off. It's just classic day in classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars.
3: You've heard of
4: Yes, baby. They didn't know came from. Yeah.
3: Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar.
2: And today is Jerry's birthday. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer's birthday. TV host, former mayor of Cincinnati, who rose to fame for hosting his outlandish TV show, The Jerry Springer Show. Imagine being named. Who else were they going to get for the Jerry Springer show? But Jerry Springer. The show became known for his outrageous moments, including onstage fights and scandalous behavior. Jerry Springer, Barry Stein. You're first because you're the champion still. Born today, what year? 1944. 1944. He says Ooh, Chuck Morrison. Written
4: down. 1943. 43. And Mr. Uh, Jonathan. I'm go with 1968.
2: 1968. We have somebody that has two points. It's me. Barry Stein, oh. 1944, two points.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, thank you, Mr.
4: Jonathan. It's already covered.
3: Covering up his, his computer over yeah, here. he's, he's just used to being he around
2: greatness. Yeah, he's covering it up. Somebody couldn't have typed it that quick. He was first, and, and he got it. Two <laughs> points. Chuck Morris to you. I'm ready. Prince Michael Jackson, <laughs> the oldest son of pop legend Michael Jackson. Okay. He sang We Are the World and Heals the World his fa- at his father's funeral. He made the television appearance on Entertainment Tonight, the Oprah Winfrey Show and the X Factor. He has two siblings named Paris and Blanket. <laughs> Blanket? <laughs> Prince, Paris, and Blanket. Those are the kids. They're going to live a normal
4: life. I didn't even know that Michael Jackson had a son.
2: He is the godson of Elizabeth Taylor, and his name is Prince. Okay. Okay. Michael Jackson, the oldest son of pop legend Michael Jackson. His birthday is today.
4: Dave, he was when born you... in 1983.
2: 83, he says. Mr. J? Uh, 97. 97. 1990. In 1990, we have another two-pointer. We have another new pointer. Let me Two. guess. Yes. Barry. Mr. Jonathan. Oh. Two points, 1997. <laughs> Don't Ooh. mess with me when it comes to MJ trivia. I'm just saying. Yeah, yes. Okay, this goes to
3: Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> today is the birthday... Of Peter Tork. Peter Tork. Any idea? Peter Tork. Porn star from the
2: late 70s. The Monkees. That's it. Monkees, yeah. Pop singer, guitarist, singer, keyboardist, and TV performer for the Monkees and other American pop bands. Today's his birthday. Peter Tork from the Monkees. Born today. What year? 1948. 48, he says. 1941. 41. Are you writing these down, Barry? Yes, I am. All right. 1940. 1940. Barry Stein gets it at 41. It's 42. Well played. Barry Stein, three points. Mr. Jonathan, two points. Chuck Morrison, zero points. Shout out. One question left. Chuck, you can play, but you can't win. All right. Mr. Jonathan, you need one to tie, two to win. Ask me another Michael Jackson question. This goes to Barry Stein. Does it? Yes. Yes. Barry Stein. This is the birth date of Randy Moss football player. There we go. And and the good thing is, Mr. Jonathan didn't even know that. Did you know that? (laughs) Yes, I did. Football player, legendary NFL wide receiver who set the record for the most touchdown receptions in a season with 23 as a member of the New England Patriots. He spent the first season of his career with the Minnesota Vikings and was named the NFL Player of the Year. Randy Moss, celebrating his birthday today. What year? 1973. 73, says. 76. 76. For two points. 1970. 1970. You, you were not points. shut out, Chuck Morrison. You get a point. I'll take the point. You 76. It is 77. Mm. You did go over. You got the point. And uh, Barry Stein, our champion once again. can I have your lighter back. This Day in Classic History was brought to you by Classic Cigars. Whichever Classic Cigar you choose, It's available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar and a quick reminder. On your birthday, come to any Two Guys Smoke Shop location at Salem, Seabrook, or Nashville, New Hampshire on your birthday, and they will cut and light a free happy birthday cigar for you. Next week, we celebrate International Pipe Smoking Day. So pack a bowl not fudge, Mr. John. You've
3: you got to be bowl. kidding me. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> How did that bowl? make that into the show prep? <laughs> it, is. it actually says it right here. I see it. Because <laughs> <laughs> Barry got the show prep ready for me.
4: Nice, nice job, Barrett. <laughs>
2: Pack a bowl of pipe tobacco and light up. Uh, Don't worry, we'll light up a cigar as well. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority
3: on the United Cigar Radio Network. If you've learned nothing else during this show, Barry sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And you happen to be smoking your Intemperance ECXVIII by Romacraft. Always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll see you next week.
0: you can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie With a million choices, it's
3: stores- Heaven.